Good evening and welcome to Windy City Irish Radio. My name is Mike Shevlin and I, along with my radio comrade Tim Taylor, am looking forward to taking you back on the journey that was the last 12 months. You see, it was four years ago this week that we took to the airwaves for the first time as Windy City Irish Radio. It's almost as if, Tim, each year has represents the four provinces of Ireland themselves. Before starting our fifth year, we'd like to offer up our annual birthday retrospective with the highlights of all of the wonderful performances that have graced the Windy City Irish Radio airwaves. But before we do that, I'd like to say hello to my partner in crime over these last four years, Tim Taylor. How are you, buddy? Happy fourth birthday to you too, Mike. Boy, I tell you, here it is, four years, Windy City Irish Radio, over 200 programs right here on WSBC every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. And as you say, quality Irish entertainment for the past four years. It's been a pleasure. We have a big, big show ahead of us, 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Yeah. Extended broadcast. And it's jam-packed. Jam-packed, as we like to say. That is true. entertainment, yes. for sure. So, Mike, we're going to go way back into the archives. And you know, we keep the archives in a mountain up in uh, in a cave uh, in Montana, right? Because you have to keep them oh, in a cool, to. dry place. You know, and we wouldn't want the archives to be destroyed. And so that's why every year you and I make a trip to Montana. We go up into the cave and we, we, we take an archive. We take a, uh, an armored Uber. Right, all the way to, to Montana. Montana. It's quite the process, yeah. but we do this every year. This is what we do. And uh, we're going to go way back into the uh, to the archives here. This is almost exactly a year ago today. This is a uh, super band. They, they play all over the place. At the time, they had just come off of a brand spanking new album, and they were right here in the Windy City Irish Radio studios to perform some songs off of that particular album, but also some of their other albums. And this is Socks in the Frying Pan. Great, great song. When first I came to Caledonia. If I had 
Pennsylvania If I had paper of the purest white If I had ink of the rosy morning A true love note unto you I'd write To wish I was on the deepest ocean As far from land as I ever could be Sailing over the deepest water Where a woman's love would not bother me I'd lay my head to pass the brandy I'd say, Dandy, I do declare But when I'm drinking, I'm seldom thinking On how I lost that young female fair On how I lost that young female fair I came to Caledonia I got started in number three And I got lodgings with Donald Norman He had a daughter who made good tea Wish I was in Austin, oh, oh. In a chilly parlor bar Drinking mad dog margaritas And not caring where you are Here I sit in Dublin, oh, oh. Just rolling cigarettes Holding back and choking back Shakes with every breath Forgive me all my anger Forgive me all my faults There's no need to forgive me For thinking what I thought I loved you from the get-go And I love you till I die I loved you on the Spanish steps The day you said goodbye I'm just a poor boy, oh What's my middle name? If money was the reason, I would not stay the same. I'd stand up and be counted, oh. And I'd face up to the truth. I walk away from trouble, but I can't walk away from you. Forgive me all my anger. Forgive me all my faults. There's no need to forgive me. For thinking what I thought I loved you from the get-go And I love you till I die I loved you on the Spanish steps The day you said goodbye
And I have seen the David Oh I've seen the Mona Lisa too And I have heard Doc Watson play Columbus Stock and Blues I have been to Fourth World Oh And I have been to Spain I have been too proud to come in out of the rain Forgive me all my anger Forgive me all my faults There's no need to forgive me For thinking what I thought I loved you from the get-go And I love you till I die Loved you on the Spanish steps The day you said goodbye Wish I was in Austin, oh, in a chilly parlor bar, drinking my dog margaritas and not caring where you are. But here I sit in Dublin, oh, just rolling cigarettes, holding back and choking back, shakes with every breath. Forgive me all my anger. Forgive me all my faults There's no need to forgive me For thinking what I thought I loved you from the get-go And I love you till I die Loved you on the Spanish steps The day you said goodbye Forgive me all my anger Forgive me all my faults There's no need to forgive me For thinking what I thought I loved you from the get-go And I love you till I die Loved you on the Spanish steps The day you said goodbye All right, that was Socks in the Frying Pan. They were live here in the Windy City Irish Radio Studios August 31st, 2016. A very memorable evening, if you uh, remember, Mike. And uh, we played uh, the first uh, song was uh, When I First Came to Caledonia. And then, of course, the big Guy Clark song, Dublin Blues, which they did a fantastic job. I love and that I know song. you're a big and, uh, Guy big Clark fan Guy yourself. Clark fan. Yeah. And I was really thrilled to have Socks in the Frying Pan here in the studios performing that, and uh, that's off of their latest album. And uh, they, they play it live all the time now, and it's a great tune. And it was that was that was a fantastic show, and that was our first show kicking off year four. Yeah, yeah. What a way to start it off, huh? So, you know, last year we all talked about the third anniversary and, uh, you know, the leather wallet that I got you. And uh, this year it's, you know, being a fourth anniversary, and I hope you like the gifts. Um for for those that might not be aware of it, it's uh, the gift for the fourth anniversary is fruit, nuts, and flowers. So what I did this uh, this year for Tim is I brought some gooseberries and some tomatoes into the studio, and uh, that was very nice. I mean, I, I wasn't sure exactly what they were, but uh, they are. Uh, I, I got to tell you, the gooseberries have a, a bit of a wang to them, and uh, the tomatoes, of course. Uh, you, yeah. you, you have quite the green it's, thumb, my my, my friend. It's, yeah, it is the season. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Uh, I have plenty of them, so I didn't have to go out shopping for those. So it worked out pretty well. And then I, I know you love hazelnuts. I, I mean, one of my favorites. You know, I, uh, I I always you can't get them just about anywhere. You know, but hazelnuts are very tasty. Tasty. You know. Yeah. I do like a. 
cashew occasionally, just future reference. Uh, but hazelnuts, very, very delicious. I think yeah. the fourth year only happens once. Yeah, know? that's true. Okay, but uh, I don't know. Maybe there might be another year where you might, or occasion where you might want to buy me some nuts. And, uh, and that's why I just say cashews if you can find them. But hazelnuts, listen, I mean, I love them. They're going to be very tasty. That's good. Well, I, I'm hoping, you know, it's it's weird for a guy to give another guy flowers. Yeah. But I'm kind of hoping that you take the peonies and... And you bring those home to Pam. Well, yeah. I mean, now, you, as you know, peonies are very large and uh, they attract ants. I didn't know if you knew that. And uh, so uh, with the hazelnuts and, uh, of course, the uh, the tomatoes and uh, the very ripe vegetables, the studio is overrun with ants right now. And so, but I am going to bring those peonies home to Pam. She's going to just love them. I might have to keep them outside and, uh, and, and bring out a little bit of raid. And so, anyway, but it's a very thoughtful gift, Mike, between the hazelnuts and the peonies. Peonies and in uh, the very ripe tomatoes. So thank you so very yeah. much. Fourth well, anniversary. You're right. They only come once in a lifetime. That's so right. Thank you. I wanted to make th- make sure it was a special one. So happy anniversary and uh, thank you. You know, it's very arom- aromatic in here right now, yes. and I, I think that's yeah. a good thing. It's yeah, a good thing to yeah, do. yeah. And, and, and overridden with ants. But aside well, from that, hey, well, it's very festive. This it's very the studio festive. is not ours to keep. So no, that's it true. Really matter, so, right? yeah. the housekeeping. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we move into the month of September. And uh, September, last year, September the 28th of 2016, we had an old favorite of ours make their second appearance here in the studio. And it was the band Lead Farmers. And uh, of course, they're always goofy, they're always silly. And uh, this time was no exception whatsoever. And they played a track off of their new album at the time, which was uh, entitled Katie. And uh, we're going to hear a little bit right here. Last time I came to America... I noticed that Donald Trump was running for the presidential campaign. Um, from there, I got very interested in it, and I got to know a man called Bernie Sanders. And I found him to be an absolutely amazing, inspirational character. And this song is, is loosely based around uh, him, in fact, and all this. And he's mentioned Thomas Jefferson and uh, Roosevelt and these uh, presidents in, in his speeches and all that. But mostly, it's a bit of a silly song. Um, but I suppose that is what your presidential campaign is. You know, it totally fits, doesn't it? All right, guys, take it away. They said I found another way to go. Way, hey, ho. They said this is the best way for sure. Way, hey, ho. Now you see that it's time to move away from the beast. A sorry place we find ourselves stuck to stay. They said why not? Bernie's word The beast is back Now it's time to move Away from the beast Feeling burnt Let's move to rip Up their trick All was said In the cycling rain
It's hard to know, will it change at all? Who's to know and who can say the point it is? All things said, up in arms, up to us. We deserve it, what we get, what we get. Best way to turn Way-ho-day Inconvenient that they are Way-ho For the love of Jefferson Way-ho And meat pies And meat pies And pies of meat in them And meat pies all right, that was the Lead Farmers. That was back in September, September 28, 2016. And we started off that set with Thomas Jefferson. And then, of course, we had a reference there to meat pies, as we often have done here on the Windy City Irish uh, Radio Show. Uh, Mike, if you remember, you know the Irish American Heritage Center in their gift shop, they sell meat pies. Yeah. And uh, we've made lots and lots of references to meat pies uh, throughout the years. And uh, that was the Lead Farmers' uh, spin on their love for meat pies. And who doesn't love meat pies? Oh, I love all. them. I love meat pies. I know you yeah. do. Yeah. I know you do. And yes, the Lead Farmers. Uh, you know, we, the following, just the following week, even though we turned the calendar page to October, October the 5th, 2016, I think one of the highlights of our year of the four, and uh, that's when we had Patty Homan in the oh, studio. Oh, yeah. Remember it very, very well. Yes, yes, yes. And it the was cork a, man, I think The cork is. man is right, and uh, wow, he was, he was entertaining, and he was, uh, he was, doing, uh, he was doing his show uh, in commemoration of 1916, and um, he was doing it at that time, and he was performing at IBAM, and uh, great success with that show all around the world. And we were very lucky to have uh, Patty here in the studio. Let's listen to a little bit. The songs actually are songs we all grew up right. around, you know. And and this show is it's it's a journey. Uh, we all remember we know the rising of the moon, but do we really know the background to it, the historical context in which it took place, and you know the the influence of America and global politics on the United Irishmen at the time, and of course you know it's you know the French were great people. They sent back many troops to help out the Irish, but of course what they never reckoned on was, and which we've all experienced, that dirty, wet, windy weather of Ireland. You know, uh, well this took uh, uh, this prevented the landing of of the troops, but in 1798 the decision was taken to continue on with the revolt. And it was in Granard County, Longford, that the signal to revolt was at the rising of the moon. And come tell me, Sean O'Farrell, tell me why you hurry so. Ash a hush and listen, and his cheeks were all aflow. I bear orders from the captain, get you ready quick and soon. For the pikes must be together by the rising of the moon. By the rising of the moon, by the rising of the moon. 
For the pikes must be together by the rising of the moon. And come tell me, Sean O'Farrell, where the gathering is to be. In the old spot by the river, right well known to you and me. One more word for signal token, whistle up the marching tune. With your pike upon your shoulder by the rising of the moon. By the rising of the moon, by the rising of the moon. For the pikes must be together by the rising of the moon. Well, they fought for poor all Ireland, and full bitter was their fate. Oh, what glorious pride and passion fills the men of ninety-eight. Yet can God for manhood's bleeding hearts that gathered at the noon. We will follow in their footsteps at the rising of the moon. At the rising of the moon, at the rising of the moon. We will follow in their footsteps at the rising of the moon. At the rising of the moon, at the rising of the moon. And her army boys for freedom. Is the rising of the moon. All right, that was Patty Homan, and that was Rising of the Moon. Great, great way he told that story, too. You know, I loved how Patty set it up. And uh, that was way back October 5th, 2016, and then we followed it up with The Minstrel Boy. That was Patty Homan, uh, one of our finest guests we've had. And I think Patty's going to be back here in the studios probably in December for a big Christmas show he's got coming That's up right. at the Irish American Heritage he's Center. He's doing a show with uh, David Curley and uh, Mick Broderick, uh, formerly with the band, uh, or currently actually also with the band Slide. And uh, Patty's put, a, put together a great show, and he's going to be presenting it to the Gaelic Park and the Irish American Heritage Center communities in December, in December mid-December. Yeah, and, uh, you know, if it's Patty Homan, you know it's going to be great. Yeah, that's for sure. Great. That's for sure. So we uh, we go back to still in October, just a week after Patty Homan was here in the Windy City Average Radio Studios, and uh, we were preparing for IBAM, if you remember. We had author Ken Brune here in the Windy City Average Radio Studios. Do you remember that, Mike? I do. I do. That was uh, also, you know... It's hard to. It, it's. I guess it's. It's like having. You know, if you have a lot of kids and uh, not one of them could be your favorites, they're just kind of all your favorites. That's how I feel about some of these shows. And Ken Brune was uh, another highlight of the year. Um, he came in for IBAM. He came and spent his first night in town with us uh, on Windy City Irish Radio. And uh, what an interesting guy, you know. And he's the author of the Jack Taylor series of books. And uh, there's a number of movies that have come out of that. He's the star of stage. Uh, uh, not stage. He start sort of a uh, big screen and small screen, and uh, also he's a big music fan, and uh, and he's uh, he's just an all around great guy. So uh, we're going to play a few of these clips here and uh, talk a little bit. We were talking a little bit about uh, Ken's career, and here he talks about some of the movies he's been in, and it's well, kind of mainly an interesting interesting character actor to be. If I just backtrack a bit, which is a very Irish thing to do, but they start one story and go way back to something else. What we were saying about uh, cinema and making uh, movies from the books. When I was 17, Hollywood came to Ireland, to Galway. Galway was like a really poor town. And there was an actor called David Hemmings, who was the biggest actor in the world at the time. And Hollywood came to Ireland, and the weekly wage would have been about £10 a week. 
extras were getting £10 a day in Galway, uh, and they stayed for four months. We had the best summer we ever had. They came because of the rain, and there was no rain, so they had to bring in rain machines. And when, it, when they used the rain machines on us, that gives another two quid. I was getting £12 a day at 17 when the average weekly wage was about... It put me through college for four years. But the part I played was a dead Viking, and I was a dead Viking for four months. And, and years <laughs> later, when uh, this casting guy rang up and asked, he said, we need someone to play a dead husband. And my wife said, he's got experience. <laughs> <laughs> And so I was going to ask you, but you, you kind of already gave away the punchline, how do you prepare for a role like that? In, in the actual movie that I made with David Carradine, when I, when I played a dead husband, I was stabbed by three different women, and they had to show my naked body covered with blood. And my wife said, oh, what were you wearing when you were in bed with those three women? I said, the aftershave you gave me at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Catholic, I know how to behave. <laughs> And that was uh, Ken Brune, author, uh, talking about his roles in various movies that were based uh, on uh, some of the books uh, featuring uh, character uh, Jack Taylor. And uh, as you could tell, Ken was a very brave man by telling his wife that story of uh, wearing the aftershave. And he's really good at playing a dead guy. Yes, he's excellent at it. Uh, no better. I don't think we've ever had a better character actor for playing dead than Ken Brune on right. the Indy City Irish Radio. And so, Mike, uh, we, Ken stayed with us for the whole evening, and uh, a little later on in the evening, he talked about the American influence on his writing. Let's hear what Ken had to say about that. So, as a young child, you know, you mentioned the Hollywood coming when you were 17, but as a young child growing up in Galway, I'm sure that you are well-trained in the verse of Joyce and Wilde and Beckett. How, how do you end up with more of a... James M. Cain and a Raymond Chandler and Elmore Leonard. How does that? How does that happen? Well, you see, the way I look at it is that America has such a huge influence on Ireland and, and Ireland on America. And I thought there's this whole side of uh, American literature, like Chandler and Cain and those. And I thought, what if we brought that into the Irish novel? I didn't think it would work, but I thought it's worth a shot anyway because American literature has given us so much. And to get away, because so many people have written about Joyce and Beckett. And I wanted to kind of go a different direction. Well, obviously something's working. But it was funny when my Irish publisher brought out the first couple of Jack Taylor novels, he said they'll never sell in America because they won't understand the Galway accent. And he wanted to change lots of, like, Galway, Galwayisms and colloquial. I said, no, I said, just trust us, see what happens. I said, there's a huge Irish audience in America who know well what I'm talking about. Sure. They know what a hurley is, trust right. me. And that was Ken Brune talking about the uh, American influence on his writing and over Ireland, but also vice versa, Irish's influence here in the United States. And so one of the uh, reoccurring characters in uh, Ken's books is a gentleman by the name of Jack Taylor. And, of course, being a tailor myself, I was curious to uh, where, where did the name Jack Taylor come from? And uh, I asked that question to Ken. Ken, uh, I, uh, I know you've had uh, several books, but one of the characters that uh, is in many of your books is a, a gentleman by the name of uh, Jack Taylor. And I say gentleman because most tailors are gentlemen. And being a tailor myself, I was curious, what is the, uh, the inspiration for that character? And, and, and also, Taylor, not, also, not really a common name in Ireland. Uh, the Jack Taylor, the, the name Taylor came from an area in uh, Galway called Taylor's Hill. If you live in Taylor's Hill, you come from the right side of the city or you come from the posh side of town. 
and because Jack Taylor comes from Bohemore, the exact opposite of that, I thought it would be kind of a nice little irony that uh, he's dirt poor and he has a, a very posh name. And that was Ken Bruin here in the Windy City Irish Radio Studios ahead of his IBAM appearance. I believe he won an award at IBAM he last did. year. He, he won did, the yeah. IBAM Award for Literature. So we went from IBAM and into the month of November as winter began to, uh, to envelop the city of Chicago. The weather was colder, and at that point we had a visit from the Green Meadow Boys. November the 16th of 2016, they stopped in the studio and... Uh, Played a couple tunes for us. Here's one of them. In the year of our Lord, 1806, we set sail from the Colquia Cork. We were sailing away with a cargo of bricks for the Grand City Hall in New York. Now we'd an elegant craft, she was rigged for and aft. And how the trade winds drove her She had twenty-nine masts And she stood several blasts And we call her the Irish Rover Yeah! Fare thee well, me pretty little girl For I must sail away Bags of the best legal rags We had two million barrels of stone Ah, oh, we had three million bales of all nanny goat's tails We had four million barrels of stone We had five million hogs and six million dogs And seven million barrels of porter We had eight million sides of all blind horses' hides In the home of the Irish Rover, yeah! Fare thee well, me pretty little girl, for I must sail away. Yeah. Fare thee well, me pretty little girl, for I must sail away. There was Johnny McGee from the banks of the Lee. There was Hogan from County Tyrone. Ah, there was Johnny McGurk, who was scarce if I work, and a chap from West Meath named Malone. And there was Slugger, O'Toole, was drunk as a rule, and fighting Bill Tracy from Dover. And your man, Mick McCann, from the likes of the band, he was skipper on the Irish Rover. Yeah! Fare thee well, me pretty little. Sailed seven years when the measles broke out And a ship lost her way in a fog, great fog And the whole of the crew was reduced down to two Was myself and the captain's old dog And then the ship hit a rock Oh God, what a shock We nearly tumbled over We turned nine times around, and that poor old dog was drowned.
Now I'm the last of the Irish at over. Yeah! Fare thee well, me pretty little girl, for I must sail away. Yeah! Fare thee well, me pretty little girl, for I must sail away. Fare thee well, me pretty little girl, for I must sail away. Yeah! Fare thee well, me pretty little girl, for I must sail away. Signature Bank, an institution founded and staffed by Irish and Irish at Heart Chicagoans, is dedicated to Chicago's Irish-American community. Signature Bank proudly offers ATM fee reimbursement up to $25 per month so you can use your ATM card anywhere and everywhere and receive $100 for simply moving your Social Security or payroll direct deposit. Stop by one of our two locations, Harlem and Northwest Highway, just 10 minutes from the Irish-American Heritage Center and on the corner of Wacker and Lake in the Financial District downtown. Be sure to ask for Ella Reardon, Marietta Mullane, and Signature Bank President Mike O'Rourke, or call them at 773-467-5624 or visit their website at SignatureBank.com. Signature Bank, we're your kind of bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Back in 1922, my grandfather Thomas J. Cooney opened his one-room funeral parlor on Chicago's north side. We take tremendous pride in his decision to serve others in their time of need as we continue to put families first when their loved ones pass away. For three generations and over 90 years, the Cooney Funeral Home has served families in our Irish community with the highest degree of care and comfort. We know that the death of a loved one can bring about some of the most important decisions you may ever have to make in a short period of time. That's where we would like to help. We'll serve as a guide and an advisor while arranging your funeral plans and help you in any way we can to ease your sorrow. We want your trust. We will serve you in a professional manner on a personal level, just as our parents and grandparents did before us. With locations in Chicago on Irving Park and in Park Ridge on Bussey Highway, we're always there to help you and your family. For more information, please visit CooneyFuneralHome.com. Stop by the Irish American Heritage Center at 4626 North Knox Avenue and visit the 5th Province for a pint or a bite to eat. Browse the gift shop and shop for Irish gifts, clothing, jewelry, and meat pies. pies. Hours are Monday through Friday from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. The World Music Festival, in collaboration with the Center, presents Lunasa in concert for free all ages show special guest the youth ensemble of the Irish Music School of Chicago celebrating their 20th anniversary wow yeah big okay. time someday we'll get the 20th oh yeah yeah we're only 16 years away they're the adults in this relationship yes <laughs> celebrating their 20th anniversary Lunasa ranks as one of the Ireland's most celebrated long-lived traditional musical ensembles Lunasa in concert Thursday September 14th at 7 p.m. and is free of charge Countdown, the halfway mark to the High Holy Days with the halfway to St. Patrick's Day party. The celebration features music from the Tossers in the auditorium and the Shannon Rovers Irish Pipe Band and the Chansey Brothers in the 5th Province. The party is Friday, September 15th from 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. and tickets are just 10 bucks. $10. $10. Take a ride down the Mississippi with writer Mark Twain in a one-man virtuoso performance 
with the IAHC's President Gene Cooney as the author himself, and Kathy Cowan and Chris Walls on banjo and harmonica. It's an afternoon with Mark Twain, Life on the Mississippi, and it's Sunday, September the 17th at 11 a.m. Tickets are $20 for adults, children 12 and under are free. Meet your 2017-2018 IAHC Board of Directors and join them for Mass, a full Irish breakfast in the Chicago Bears game in the 5th Province. Breakfast with the Board is Sunday, September 24th. Mass is at 10.30 a.m., breakfast 11.30 a.m., and the Bears are on at noon. The cost is 12 bucks for adults, $8 for children 12 and under. For info on all these events and to purchase tickets, go to www.irish-american.org or call 773-282-7035, extension 10, and a very happy fourth anniversary to Windy City Irish Radio from your friends at the Irish American Heritage Center. Well, thank you so very much, Mike, and thank you to the Irish American Heritage Center thank you. for uh, supporting you. us for yes. four years. Uh, they've always uh, been uh, right here by our side as some of our other sponsors, and we, of course, uh, are near and dear to uh, the Irish American Heritage Center. As both you and I serve as board members there. Yeah, we'll yeah. be serving yeah. breakfast in a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come out and get some um, omelets or yeah. uh, you know, Scrambled eggs. You like uh, to serve up the pancakes, I think, don't you, Mike? Pancakes. Pancakes, yeah. yeah. That's your deal. That's my yeah. deal. Yeah, that's right. your deal. All right, so we are right smack in the middle of our big fourth year anniversary here, Mike. 90 and, minutes uh, tonight. Yeah, big extended show, and uh, we ended off there with the Green Meadow Boys. Remember they came in uh, in their, their shiny green polyester shirts they had. I don't know if you remember that. And uh, I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's they had, hard to get that they color. These, they had these really cool, like, vests. Vests. Yeah, they did. That's right. They had vests. Because I think on the side, they're maitre d's at, uh, or valets at some of some swanky restaurants here well, in town. Well, hey, yeah. you know what? Any old restaurant can use a singing valet. That's, <laughs> that's true. So that was the Green Meadow Boy. The Irish Rover. What a great version of that they did, wasn't it, Mike? And so, Mike, let's go a little bit later into November. November 30th, 2016, we had the pleasure of having a band that's been around for a long, long time. They're from the South Side. They play at Irish Fest almost every year, the Larkin and Moran Brothers. And i got to tell you, that was, that was quite fun. a fun night. Yes, and, it was. Uh, so they played many, many tunes on that particular show. But we're going to uh, start off with one here. And this is uh, one they did in the middle of the evening. And this is Couldn't Come at a Better Time. My love, 
was Christmas Eve In the drunk tank An old man said, son I won't see another one And then he sang a song The rare old mountain dew I turned my eyes away And I thought about you God, I'm a lucky one Came in at 18 to 1 I got a feeling This year's for me and you Happy Christmas Oh, I love you, baby There's gonna be good times was the Larkin and Moran brothers, and they, just like you, Tim, love their meat pies. Oh, meat pies. Can't get enough. They got a big kick out of that, and, uh, well, you can expect that they're going to the gift shop at the Irish American Heritage Center and picking out as much as they can. And that was a great treat on November the 30th of 2016, and 
you know, the, the early Christmas presents kept on coming the following week when our friend Brad Armacost, star of Stage and both screens, small and large, was in the studio. And, uh, you know, he was, uh, he was doing a lot of dual things. He was starring in The Exorcist, and he was, doing, he was as, acting as Scrooge in, uh, in A Christmas Carol, and he was also doing Connor McPherson's The Weir. And uh, we're going to hear a little uh, spooky excerpt from it here. And uh, it's going to make you want to go out and see the play at some point next time it comes into town. I guarantee you that. And we saw that play, and it was, uh, it was fantastic. And Brad was, as always, fantastic in it. Here's Brad Armacost. It says it was Maura Nealon lived in that house, and she used to come in here of an evening, sit there at the fire. She was, she was oh, 92 years old, and she was a grand, sprightly kind of woman till the end. And, and she would say that this happened when she was only a girl. She lived in that house all her life. She had older brothers and sisters, and she was the youngest. And uh, her mother, Brady, was a well-known woman in the area, widow woman. She was a bit of a character, a bit of a practical joker in that, you know, and people got used to her, that she liked her joke. And Mara used to say that one Saturday evening back around 1910, 1911, the older ones were getting ready to go out for a dance or whatever was happening. The mother, Bridie, she came down the stairs and she said, Did no one get the door? And they were all, oh, now here we go, you know. But Bridie came down and she opened the door and there was nobody there. And she didn't say anything. She wasn't making a big thing out of it, you know, but Maura said she was only young, but she knew there was something wrong. She wasn't cracking the old jokes, you know. And later on, when the others were all out, it was just her and her mother sitting by the fire, and her mother was very quiet now. Normally, she'd send Maura up to bed early enough, but Maura said she remembered this night because Bridie didn't send her up. She wanted someone with her, you see. And in those days, as you know, there was no electricity out here. And there's no dark like a winter night in the country. And there was a wind like this one, howling and whistling in off the sea. Ah, you hear it under the door, and it's like someone singing. It's like someone singing in under the door, aren't you? So they were sitting there, and Bridie was staring into the fire a bit quiet. Smiling now and again at Mara, but Mara said she could see there was a bit of wet in her eye. And then there was a soft knocking at the door. Someone at the front door, and Brady never moved. And Mara said, Will I get the door, Mammy? And Brady said, No, sure, it's only someone playing a joke on us. Don't mind them. So they sat there, and there was no more knocking for a while. And... Uh, in those days, there was no kitchen on the place. Where the extension is, that was the back door, and only a little latch on it, you see. And, and that's where the next knocking was. Very soft, Morris said, and very low down on the door. Not like where you would expect a grown man or woman to be knocking. Up here, you see. And again, Brady was saying, ah, it's, it's only someone having a joke, they'll go away. And then it was at the window, and Mara couldn't see anything in the night, and her mother wouldn't let her go over. Then it stopped. But when it was late and the fire went down, Bridie wouldn't get up to put more turf for the fire because it was out in the shed, you see. So they just sat there 
until the others come back. Well after midnight. Oh, that was Brad Armacost. A very scary, scary story he told of the weir. And if you remember, Mike, uh, he told that story on the air, but he didn't tell us how it ended. We no, had to actually go see the play to yeah. see that. And, uh, so that's just boy, another, uh, another cliffhanger here on yeah. Windy City Irish Radio. Brad uh, did a fantastic job. And so now we fast forward to January 18th, 2017. Good friends of ours, a great band that's played at the Irish American Heritage Center. They've played at the uh, Irish Fest, and they've been here in the Windy City Irish Radio Studios twice. And uh, we're going to play a song here from St. Stephen's Green, live in the Windy City Irish Radio Studios, Green and Red of Mayo.
right, and we're back here, and that was, of course, St. Stephen's Green from January the 18th of 2017. Now, we're playing a lot of music tonight, Tim, and we heard a little bit from Ken Brune, one of our uh, one of our guests throughout the throughout the year, and we heard a little bit from Brad Armacost, but we had a lot of guests that didn't necessarily perform for us, and we thought we'd acknowledge them really quick. We had we had the Rose of Tralee, Maggie McEldowney. Here oh, in the yeah. Wasn't yeah, that lovely? Beautiful, yeah. yeah. it was very nice. And then uh, the Bluebird Arts came here uh, with Jamalyn Gray, and they talked about the the uh, Martin McDonough play, The Beauty Queen of Lanon. And uh, so, you know, that's another one. And Killian Villali from Lunasa was in this. Oh, was, yeah, yeah. Us a call. Of course, we had a guest visit from Karen DeCanter, our pal. And oh, her yeah, the foraging. The foraging. And, 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 and forest bathing. Yes, yeah. yes, forest right. bathing. Margie McCartney. And then, of course, Brian Dumphy from the High Kings just a few weeks ago gave us a call all the way from Ireland. He gave us some pretty high praise, he if did. I remember, right? He did. He, uh, he didn't call us High Kings like, like Morris Lennon did. Right. But, but he said we were legends, two legends of Irish radio, and that's yeah. much appreciated. From, and after uh, four years, we became legends yes, already. Legends. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. So we had Jim Sullivan here in the studio on March the 1st, 2017. He was here to, uh, to promote his new record, Catch the Heart Off Guard, and what a nice record it is. Uh, Jimmy Moore is on it, and his brother-in-law, Jim Hayes, is on it, and... Uh, uh, at Irish Fest, uh, you had John Williams performing uh, with them as well. It's, it's a cast of characters with Jim Sullivan and friends. And uh, he played this one for us right here in the Windy City Irish Radio Studios. Oh, the summertime is coming And the trees are sweetly blooming And the wild mountain time Rose around the blooming heather Will he go, lassie, go? We'll all go together To the wild mountain time All around the blooming heather Will he go, lassie, go? And I will build my love a bower By yon pure crystal fountain And in it I will fill All the flowers of the mountain Will he call as he And we'll all go together Mountain time all around the blooming heather will he go as he go and if my true love she were gone. I would surely find another Where wild mountain time Rose around the blooming heather Will he go, go And we'll all go together To the wild mountain time 
All around the blooming heather, baby gold, gold, and we all go together to that wild mountain time. All around the blooming heather, baby gold, Will ye go, go? This is Access Radio Chicago, AM 1240, WSBC, Chicago. In these challenging times, the Flood family is here to help. We would like to be your new garbage man. Flood Brothers Disposal, like you, understands how hard it is to manage a household, how hard it is to manage a business. Flood Brothers doesn't have stockholders to take care of. Their only care is taking care of you. Flood Brothers Disposal and Recycling has been Chicagoland's choice for refuse disposal since 1960. Serving high-rise commercial properties, factories, retail shops, and office buildings. How does Flood Brothers outperform those large national companies? It's simple. Their friendly drivers provide old-fashioned service, same-day response, and 24-hour pickup. At Flood, there's only one way to do the job, the right way. At Flood, there's only one way to price the job, the fair way. Find out more about the Flood Brothers. Call 773-626-5800 or on the web at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Call 773-626-5800. Chicago Gaelic Park, located at 6119 West 147th Street in Oak Forest, is the place to meet and greet friends and family. Gaelic Park wishes good luck to all the teams participating in the USGAA Finals being held Labor Day weekend in San Francisco. This weekend's telecast are Sunday, September 3rd, the All-Ireland Hurling Finals. 7.15 a.m., it's Galway Miners versus the Cork Miners. 9.30 a.m., it's Galway versus Waterford. Admission is $20. Irish breakfast will be available for purchase in between the two matches. Call the Gaelic Park front office at 708-687-9323 for further updates. Gaelic Park's annual Heritage and Harvest Day will be on Sunday, September 17th, starting at 1 p.m. There'll be games and fun for all ages and, of course, an Irish soda bed contest. For more information, check out our website at chicagogaelicpark.org. Our summer barbecues on the patio are a wonderful way to make the most out of the summer season. We'll have the grill all fired up with ribs and burgers, along with other delicious items from our summer menu. Make your reservations for the September 6th barbecue by calling the Gaelic Park front office at 708-687-9323. The Carrig Pub golf outing is scheduled for Friday, September 22nd at the Odyssey Golf Course in Tinley Park. Call bar manager Philip Quinlan to book your foursome at 708-687-9323. Chicago Gaelic Park and the Carrick Irish Pub, located at 6119 West 147th Street in my hometown of Oak Forest, is open to the public. For more information, our phone number is 708-687-9323 or visit our website at chicagogaelicpark.org. Tim, this weekend, Long Grove Irish Day is Saturday, September the 2nd through Monday, September the 4th. It's in historic downtown Long Grove. It's a great time. They have great performers this year. It's free parking, free admission in downtown Long Grove, and you can see Rory Makeham. You can see the Chansey Brothers. You can see Joe Cullen with our pal Kathleen Keene. You can see the Shannon Rovers and the McNulty Irish Dancers. You can see the Tools. You can see Gavin Coyle, and you can see the Green Meadow Boys. Wow, the Green Meadow Boys are going to be there, too. I hope they have their shiny uh, outfits on. They're getting around town, too. Yeah, they sure are. 
So we turn the calendar to May. May. We are all ready to May. Can you believe I that? I know. Where does the time go, Mike? And we had a very special show. May the 17th, 2017, we got a visit from these kids from the Riverside Center for Education. Now, Peter Searby is the instructor there. He was the musical director for this play called The Hedgerow. And Peter Searby, we know from Great Whiskey Project. And right. him and his pal, John Shine, who is also part of Great Whiskey and also part of The Hedgerow. And they did all the music for this. And uh, they brought in these kids. And it was just outstanding. We had Dominic Taglia, Monica Severance, uh, Patrick Severance, Eva Severance, uh, Maggie Sullivan, all here in studio, and Pete Searby on guitar, and uh, they gave us a lot of the, some music from the show that night. And it's hard to believe these kids, ten years old, twelve years old, um, young kids, getting on the air and singing these songs, and then getting in front of all these people and doing it uh, as the Hedgerow Kids. So uh, we're going to play a track from that right here, and I uh, hope you like it as much as we did back in May. So yeah, this song is uh, Maggie sings it. She plays. A, a woman named Eileen O'Connell, who I tried to do a lot of research for this play, and she was actually a rebel. Eileen O'Connell was the name of a rebel at one point in Irish history. So she's going to sing um, something called the Heroes Song. To the heroes of blessed Ireland, we who raise our glasses high. Their names impressed on the hearts of men, and their songs will never die. We remember the name of Shane O'Neill How we set the fire of life They could see it blaze on him Hold arm on him The shadows of the night He had freed the island from the Freedom then fell and broke 
right, that was the Riverside Center for Education. Peter Searby and uh, the kids. Boy, I'll tell you, those are some really, really talented kids. It, it, and, was, uh, it was amazing. I was so impressed. Uh, I, I was not doing what they were doing at that age. You know? as, as someone who has a 13-year-old, I don't see any of that going around in my house. Yeah, I think I, I just got a huffy thunder road around that time. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right, all I was right. doing. Yeah. And I had to sing along with whatever was being played. Right, exactly. You wouldn't see me going on the airwaves no, to do it. No, 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 no. And so uh, now we fast forward to the summer of 2017, Mike. Uh, great, great time in the Windy City Irish Radio Studios. One of my favorite guests. This goes back to July 5th. Uh, the Boils, uh, featuring James Conway, Michael Austin, and Jack Callahan, were here for the entire show, and they played some beautiful, beautiful music. They rocked it. They really did. And this is the first time we had any harmonica um in the in the Windy City Irish Radio Studios, you know we've had lots of other instruments, but uh, this this one uh, we was also harmonica. had the, the mouth organ, the yeah the, uh, the the jaws harp, I yeah, think is what it's called. Yeah, yeah, and that was very interesting. Yeah, so you're going to get a little little feel for the boils and some of their unique spin on some classic songs and some not so classic songs. So let's take a listen. July fifth, twenty seventeen, the boils live in the Windy City Irish Radio Studios. Thank you. 
I love the boils. That was fantastic stuff. We oh, loved it I love then. It. Loved it then, and I loved it just as much just now. And it's uh, it's always great to see the boils. They're one of my favorite acts to see uh, around town. They play all over town. They play at the Irish Fest every year at the Heritage Center, and you can see them at the Heritage Center throughout the year and around in various Irish pubs. And I certainly recommend you check them out at a uh, at a pub near you. August twenty third, two thousand seventeen. Tim. Do you remember that, that Mike? That was just. I mean, wow. oh man, was, that was so. It was almost like yesterday. Oh yeah, it was last week. It was last week. Yeah, right. And uh, we were blessed to have all the way from Dublin here in the studio the young folk, Anthony Fury, Tony McLaughlin, and Alex Borwick, and uh, they were down a man. Uh, Paul Butler would, had visa issues and couldn't make it over, but they came here and they did a special secret uh, show at the Irish American Heritage and the next day opening for Hermitage Green. And uh, they they were great here play, playing their originals off of their albums. And uh, we had a great time with the young folk. And uh, we'll be sure to be seeing them around town sometime soon in the future. So take a listen to the young folk. Way down south is where I know my love will be I got dressed up in this suit Which was novelty and I'll stay waiting Yeah, yeah, yeah She got dressed up and we went out She said, let's make a mess of us And maybe some truth will come out Well, I said, I'll be waiting Yeah, yeah, yeah She said, someday this could change So make the best of what you got And be sure you don't hurt Well, the ones you love Anymore Yeah, anymore Yeah, anymore. Yeah, anymore. As we got home, as we went inside, and you said, Maybe you're right for me, but maybe you're not. Please, could you tell me? Well, if I don't know, please, could you tell me? Please let me go You said some weight This could be From your shoulders If you would please If you take good care Of yourself And the ones You love Someday This will change So make the best of what you've got And be sure you don't hurt Yeah, well, the ones you love anymore said when we were younger 
It was so simple. Now what did we do wrong? Well, when we were together, now fast we've grown up. I still remember my mother screaming from my doorway. You're gonna hurt yourself. Come down from there, love. You're gonna hurt yourself. Come down from there, love. You're gonna hurt yourself. Come down from there, love. You're gonna hurt yourself. Come down from there, love. You're gonna hurt yourself. Taking all of my time, you gotta do right. Taking some of my lines, you made them into your own. Into your own. Turn your back and don't run. Spoken so much in lies, they come back on you. Put my hand on your face, we gotta walk away from it all. Walk away from it all, turn your back and don't stray. Watching you, watching me, we're looking so alone. Can't believe that it's you. Well, I'm on my way home. I'm on my way home. Coming back for good. I'm on my way home. I'm on my way home. Coming back for good.
right, that was the young folk way, way back from last week. Yeah, yeah. well, that was certainly memorable having them here in the studio. And, you know, we talked earlier about harmonica and a Jaws harp being the first time we've had those instruments. With the uh, the young folk, that was the first time we had a trombone. In that was the, a surprise, huh? Yeah, a trombone. and it was a real unique spin to it. I, I think every Irish band should have a trombone in it. It uh, really had a kind of a jazzy uh, type of feel to it. Uh, yeah. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And so, Mike, it's really hard to uh, you know condense a, a full year into just ninety minutes. But I think we did a pretty good and job when, of it. When, when we take a look at it, you kind of realize really quick that that year was supremely jam packed. Oh yes, it went. Say that again. Right. You have to realize that the year was supremely jam packed. It certainly was, and uh, but it was a pleasure to uh, host all of these uh, this great talent and uh, the authors and a lot of the great speakers that we had here in the Windy City Irish Radio Studios. And, you know, this show does not happen without the help of Mike Shevlin, uh, who uh, picks a lot of the music here for the show, and uh, he researches a lot of the bands. And so, Mike, uh, it's been a great, great pleasure to work with you for the past four years here in the Windy City Irish Radio Studios. And I look for us to hit that 20 year mark like Lunasa did. That would be nice. And, yeah. it's, and of course, I would be. it would be remiss not to say how much fun I've been having with you. And thank you for all of your uh, your expertise on the board there. And, uh, you know, we, we make a pretty darn good team. I would say so. I would say so. And I hope you listeners uh, also think that we make a pretty good team. And uh, we also want to give a big shout out to, uh, to Mike, the engineer, who uh, week after week, you know, if there's technical issues, which there almost always is, Mike seems to smooth them over for us. And he's so Mike on the spot. He is. He's always there for us. And so we thank you, Mike, uh, the engineer, for uh, keeping us on the track there. And so we have to close out this fourth anniversary show. What a great, great show it's been. And what better way than to close it out with a song that uh, I, I think we've we've closed out many, many shows. Not all the shows, but many of them. And we're going to close out tonight's show. This is, uh, again, with uh, Patty Homan, who was here earlier in the year. And uh, this is a uh, great, great song. And Patty does a great rendition of it. This is The Parting Glass. Good night, everyone. Good night. Of all the money that e'er I had, I spent it in good company. And all the harm I've ever done, Alas, it was to none but me. And all I've done for want of wit, to memory now I can't recall. So fill to me the parting glass. Good night, and joy be to you all. So fill to me the parting glass, and drink a health, whatever befall. Then gently rise and softly call, Good night, and joy be to you all. Of all the comrades that e'er I had, they're sorry for my going away, and all the sweethearts that e'er I had, they'd wish me one more day to say. 
But since it fell into my lot that I should rise and you should not, I gently rise and softly call good night and joy be to you all. So fill to me the parting glass and drink a health whatever befall. Then gently rise and softly call good night and joy be to you all.